Investing made easy and cool. Wealth creation is the easiest thing in the world. You take some money every month and you buy yourself an ETF. And you do this for 20 or 30 years. Uh-huh. You come back and you will be rich. Will you be Warren Buffett rich? No, probably not. But will you be richer than the person who didn't? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. Whether you're a late investment bloomer looking to start your journey to financial freedom, it's never too early nor is it too late to start learning about the world of investing. My name is DJ At Large <laughs> and I welcome you to the Easy Does It podcast, your fun guide to investing. So today we're hanging out with an experienced investor, a trader, a speaker, a writer, a photographer, a chocolate eater, wine and coffee drinker. I simply refer to him as the investment OG. His name is Simon Brown, talking all things investing 101. So this one is dedicated to those who are itching to start investing but don't know how. Simon, thank you so much for joining us on Easy Does It. Uh, absolute pleasure, Jent. Absolute pleasure. Uh, still loving the wine and the coffee and the chocolate? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming lockdown gave you enough time to enjoy some of these things. There were times when wine was a bit tough, but uh, yeah, I've made up for it. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So, Simon, before we, we get into Investing 101, I want to quickly rewind mm. to 1987 when you decided to buy your first ever share just before the stock market crashed. Yeah. Do you remember what share you bought? Oh yeah, it was Die Data. Um, so I was in, in, in matric. I, I was fortunate. If we go back a quick five years before that, my, my grandmother had passed away. She left me, I think, nine De Beers shares. So it got mm-hmm. me interested in the market. My grandfather okay. knew a bit to tell me, because of course this is pre-internet and stuff. Um, and I'm at school and computers is this big happening thing. You know, they, they weren't a part of everyday mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. My school didn't even have a computer at that point. Uh, but I figured this was the future, not because I was smart but because it looked like fun so i wanted a stock that was in the computer sort of business slash game whatever the case may be um and there 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 wasn't very much on the market so it's not like i went out and did deep research and you know discount no no it was just like hey running oh that article i'll buy that one um (laughs) what i didn't know in the background is that my grandfather was paying the transaction fees and had got the stockbroker to do me a favor because in those days 1987 you needed 20,000 rand to open an account and that oh. that's big money today yeah back then it was solid money so i mean i was unaware of all of that but it was it was i mean i can still remember the thrill of it and of course it's old so you've got to phone in to get the trade done oh. that broker then phones joburg who phones the floor and about 10 days later you get a slip of paper in the in, in the mail in the post saying that you actually own your shares by the time you've even forgotten what you've bought oh no no i woke up every morning <laughs> went to check the post where's my i think i bought 200 of them or something um and it was deeply because in those days you could only buy you had to buy 100 lots of 100 um and it was deeply exciting Oh man, lovely. You know, earlier on I mentioned all these amazing things that you do. You're an investor, you're a speaker, I mean, you've also got your own podcast. Uh, but I've always picked up since I've since I've since I've had interactions with you that educating people about saving, about investing is something that is very passionate and dear to you. Where do, where does that come from? It's a good question. I was actually 
for some reason I was thinking about it this morning. I think it, so I'm a teacher. When people mm-hmm. say to me, "What do you do?" I teach. I use multiple mediums. I don't do classrooms. I do podcasts. I I do columns and mm-hmm. TV shows and 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 this. And ultimately, I'm I'm a teacher. And 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 you know what? My mother sort of instilled it into me in a, in a lot of ways. But what really drove me into this industry in particular was 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 late nineties uh, and and then trading options and the like. Um, a complete lack of information out there for people, and the the, the internet starting to come along. Yeah. And what struck me about it was that this none of this is rocket science. You don't need to be the smartest kid in the room. You don't even need to be in the top half of the smartest kids in the room. You you you, you just you, we didn't have the information out there, and it's the old thing. You know, something which I consider you know old hat. Someone doesn't know about not because they're not smart, but because they've just never engaged. They've never been helped. They've never been assisted in in, in that process. And, and my skill set, more than anything, is that it turns out that I actually have a skill in in. And talking to people, and 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 making stuff. You know, this is an industry that likes complexity. We like big words. We like jargon. We like to make it think that we're all extra smart. And part of that is because in the olden days, if you thought that that this was a complex industry, you would give me your money to manage. I could charge a fee, and I could make money off it. And now we're at the stage where, and and we've seen it. Easy equities is the classic example. Rocket science required zero, and this is not a diss to Charles and his team. I mean, this is just you know, it, it is it, it's common sense in many cases, mm. but it seems so complex. And and my job is to say, hang on, it's not. They're, they're, you know what? Let's take these this wall down brick by brick, explain every term to itself, and at the end of the day, you realize that everyone is perfectly simple. And suddenly, you think you're a, you're a rocket scientist because you know stuff that 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 prior to that was 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 jargon and complexity. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I love the the road that you're going down, because we need to talk about the misconceptions about investing, and you've really touched on some of them. Um, when you're interacting with people, when you're teaching people about investing, what are some of the things that come up? Um, I know you've already mentioned like you need to be a rocket scientist to understand investing. What are the other misconceptions that we need to debunk? So that you need a lot of money to start. In the olden days, yeah. I mean, if you didn't have twenty thousand in the eighties, which that got you a car, like a real car, not a skodonk, um, <laughs> that you need to have lots of money, that you need to be connected. Yeah, and again, back in the olden days, it was who you played golf with more than what your research was. Um, that, that that you that you can lose all your money. Look, you can. You, you can go and buy a, a Steinhof, and and it can go horribly wrong for you. But if you're a little bit smart about it, and you don't just buy one share, because lots of people own Steinhof, and that's not a judgment on them. Steinhof was fraud, out and out crookery. Um, you know, you don't buy one share. One of the things you need to know is diversification. Yeah, buy an ETF, buy five shares, something like that. One of them goes bust. It's not lacquer. But this is not, you know, like those pyramid schemes and and other dodgy things yeah. where you can actually lose all your money. You you you, you can, but it is a, a very simple ways to mitigate to mitigate against that potential risk of of of, of total loss. The last misconception misconception is that you can get rich in a hurry, mm. and that's not true either. Uh, there's one way you get rich in a hurry. You marry money. Go find a rich person and, and, and marry them. Um, otherwise, you know, it, uh, getting rich is uh, slow and takes time. But not that hard. Not that hard. So, you know, we've got a, a Tebo, a Melissa, a Steve 
who's listening, who's interested in investing, but they don't know where to start. They don't know what a share is. They don't even know what a stockbroker is. Then they hear you, you can only go to the JSE to buy a share. Then now they're hearing about an ETF. Let's break down some of those those terms into their basics so that anybody can understand investing. Okay. Let's start with stockbroker because if you want to buy a share, you need a stockbroker. And this is basically the person or actually organization who facilitates that. Sure. It's like if I want to buy a car, I go to a car dealership. And if I want to buy groceries, I go to a grocery store. And if you go when we buy shares, you go to a, a share store. And in this case, we it's call them a stockbroker. Stock and that stockbroker interacts with exchanges and stuff. And there's complexity in the background. But you need that, that person to facilitate it and, and to make it happen for you. You're buying a share. What is a share? Literally, as it says on the sticker, it's a slice of the business. Let's take ShopRite. Uh-huh. Uh, we all know ShopRite, ShopRite Checkers, uh, and, and their other brands. They sell groceries. We understand that business model. People are always going to eat. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, ShopRite Checkers does it really good. And, and heck, we use the product. We There's no rocket science required. And what they do is they've got shares. And you can go and buy a slice of ShopRite. Now, you could buy all of ShopRite. It would cost you... No, 100 billion rand. Now, I, mean, I ain't got 100 billion running around. Um, but I can go and buy one share in ShopRite. One share. 160 bucks as we record this. <laughs> if it's easy equities, you can buy a slice of that share. You could buy a quarter of it or a tenth or you know, whatever. You go and buy that share. You are literally now an owner of a business. And let's take it to a scenario of a, a, a coffee shop. You own a coffee shop, right? What does that mean? Well, it means that you get to share in the profits, you get to share in the decision-making, and maybe you even get to work there if you so want. My share of ShopRite means just that. When ShopRite releases results and they say, hey, we've made money, and some of that money they keep, some of that money they give back to me and you as shareholders, shareholders, dividend, I get cash. Now, whether I bought that share a week ago or 20 years ago, I get those my share of the profit coming through. I don't get any special treatment. When I go to ShopRite, there's no, the normal, yeah. Yeah, there's no discount, right? There's no, there's no queue for shareholders, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but when I, when I go to ShopRite, and maybe I'm weird like that, I kind of, you know, this is why I, I, I own, I own but, but, hey, Let's be clear, let's be clear. When I look down at the floor, I own like a square <laughs> centimeter, you know, and I make sure it's clean. But, uh, you know, it, 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 not as, it's, it's a sense of ownership. And, and I think ownership, yeah. that, that's so important. Um, you know, that, that ability to say that some of this is mine. So I, I own some of the business. I get some of the profits. There's an annual general meeting, which is by law once a year. All the shareholders come and they get to vote. They get to vote on, on stuff. What I don't have to do is wake up at six o'clock and go and pack the shelves or attend a marketing meeting or make a strategy decision. I'm a passive owner in that it, management is running it for me. If I don't like the management, I can go to the AGM and vote against them, and I may or may not succeed. It depends how everyone else votes, because it's democracy. One share, one vote. Um, Or I can simply sell it. But you buy a share, you are a business owner. You own some of that business. And it's as opposed to the coffee shop where I said, you know, maybe you need to go and wash cups because there's short staff today. That can never happen. But you get all the other benefits of it. Um, and, and then, so we've got the, the broker, we've got the shares. And I said a moment ago, you know, the risk of if you'd bought Steinhoff yeah. and then there's crookery and the stock goes from 90 bucks to 90 cents and you'd lose 99% of your money. So how, one of the ways we mitigate that is we get something called an ETF. Okay. They came along 20 years ago, exchange traded fund. Okay. What that is, is a basket of shares. Okay. So instead of buying ShopRite, 
because you might have bought the wrong company and you buy one that's a bad one. Instead of buying ShopRite, you buy this basket and you get 40 stocks. And they will be, for example, Satrix 40. That will be the 40 largest uh, companies in, in, in the exchange in South Africa. So you've not only got ShopRite, you've got Pick and Pay. You've got the big banks, including Capitech and Investec. You've got some mining companies in there. You've got some medical companies in there. And you've got all the different sort of industries, different companies. So if one of them happens to be Steinhoff, Steinhoff was in the top 40. And the day it fell 70%, my ETF lost about, yeah, 0.8% because it was just a small slice. So I say to folks, to the question of where do you start? Buy an ETF. Which one? Well, you can buy the South African one. You can go and buy the 500 biggest companies in America, which is, you know, IBM and Apple and Tesla's in there these days and stuff. And you can go and buy yourself a basket. And you start like that because A, it's safer in case one of them does go bust or do some cookery, but also it gets you into it gets you into the game. And now you've got something, you've got some skin in the game. You can watch the price going up and down. Now you're a shareholder of 500 or 40 different companies. You can go and buy a tech one, NASDAQ, which is all the tech stocks. And, and, and now you're in. And that's the, you know, the scariest part is that first purchase because you don't know what's going to happen and then you're worried you're going to lose your money. So you buy the ETF and then you can start to watch it. And you know what? It goes up, it goes down, it goes sideways. One day it pays you a dividend and it's like, yo, there's money just <laughs> yeah. for Mahala. Um, so you start with an ETF, an exchange traded fund. We've got about 70 or 80 locally and it's everything from your big 40 companies in South Africa you can buy a worldwide one which is 1600 companies around the world America tech property China if you want to be invested in China you can buy a China one and then suddenly you now are you're a Warren Buffett you're in the game you're investing I love that. So so I want to put this visually in terms of exchange traded funds because people usually get very confused with it so the idea is an actual basket we're talking about shop yep. right and inside this basket there are a whole lot of different things but you're paying one amount for what's in your basket yes that makes complete sense yeah. to me and, and the beauty of it is i mean you could go and buy those 40 shares yourself but now you're going to pay 40 times to buy it you buy the basket there's a company out there satrix core shares signia itrix they go and manufacture this basket for you and i suppose in a sense it's like going in a picnic, right? Mm. You've got a picnic basket. And when you get there, what's in there? Well, you've got some cheese, some cold meat, some bread, some stuff, some wine, maybe water, all the you know, the cutleries and everything. And it's all kind of all the stuff that, that's needed. So there's multiple things in there. And that's exactly what an ETF is. It's kind of like a, a, a picnic basket in many senses. Love that. Now, here's a, a, a difficult one for me. And I remember when I started investing, I'd gone into just one lab and I'd started learning about investors. I was like, wow, this is amazing. The thing that, that, that made me scared to take the first leap was what do I buy and how do I decide what to buy? So there are all these baskets. How do I know which <laughs> is the best basket to buy? Well, here's the bad news. You don't know which is the best basket to buy. Um, I, I get the question all the time. And it used to, I mean, for decades, it bothered me that I wasn't buying the best. The truth is, sometimes you do buy the best, and that was just luck. What you want, though, is one that's not, you know, horrid. Like, yeah, we don't know what the future is. No one can see into the future. If we've got a time machine, I can tell you what the best one was a decade ago. Of course, absent of a time machine, that is totally useless information. Um, but what you're doing is, is you, you're, you're buying the market. Now, quickly go on a, on a, on a slight detour okay. the market in of itself collectively that basket we talk about that etf we talk about 
that is typically the best performing asset class over the long term. Oh. And what I mean by that, it does better than property, it does better than money in the bank, it does better than, than, than a commodity such as gold or something. In the short term, maybe gold wins, maybe this one wins, but over the long term, businesses win that's where wealth is created that's you know the rich people out there um those who weren't inheriting the rich people out there are rich because they they started businesses if we go look at the forbes list the elon musks the the bill gates the jeff bezos and 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 you know patrice Masepa and like they start businesses that's how they get to 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 that place we can hook along for that ride then then the question is you know typically what we do is we go see which one has done best in the last one or three or five years uh, and we'll buy that one because we think it will continue well it might it might not but you know what in this buying an etf is that even the second or the third or even the fifth best is still going to make you money it's still going to do better than inflation because if you're not beating inflation you're going backwards it's still going to do better inflation and over time it's going to make it's going to create wealth I, I'd say to folks wealth creation is the easiest thing in the world you take some money every month and you buy yourself an ETF and you do this for 20 or 30 years uh-huh. you come back and you will be rich will you be Warren Buffett rich? no probably not but will you be richer than the person who didn't? absolutely yeah. absolutely the secret there of course was the 20 or 30 years now that you know everyone's like dude 30 years man <laughs> i could rob a bank and do 10 and t- 10 inside you know i mean it, it it's that but it it you know the wealth creation is a process it takes some time i love that i love that and, and and i guess when we start to talk about generational wealth and and sharing of information somebody has to start it in the line of the browns somebody has to start it that person could be you yeah and and, and you know there's re- wh- wh- why don't we start so we don't start because we haven't got enough money Hundred bucks, all you need. Now, look, we live in a country where a hundred bucks is a lot of pe- money for a lot of people. But if you've, you know, you've got a job, you can find a hundred bucks a month. So you can start this month with a hundred bucks. What do you buy? An ETF. Go buy the S and P 500 or the Satrix Top 40. Simple, easy, done. Your hundred bucks is now invested. Um, and just rinse and repeat. And and yeah, you, know, you get a little bit of extra money. I always say to folks, when you get extra money, a bonus or, or whatever it might be, you get a little bit lucky on the lotto on Saturday or something. You know what? Everyone says take it to pay off debt. No man, that's boring. Take a third, pay off debt. Take a third, go on a holiday or dinner, take your partner on a dinner or your kids for the to, uh, to the circus or something. Take a third and save it. Ah, absolutely love that love that simon what are your final words of encouragement for those who are like you know what the og of investing has given me so much knowledge i just need that final push just to get me started what are your your final words of encouragement yeah to be a cliche just do it just yeah start today when's the best time to start yeah 20 years ago we didn't so that's fine start today the, the point is it's the decision you need to make and what's that decision the decision is not what should I buy? Or what's the best one? Or what happens if it goes down? The decision you've got to make is, do you in your future want to be richer? Do you in your future want your children to be richer? Do you in your future want to be able to help your parents in their old age? And if the answer to any of those is yes, and surely, surely they are, you need to make that decision to start today. And once you've made that decision, then it's easy. You go and open yourself an easy equities account. Boom, boom, click, click, done, all online. You find yourself a hundred bucks somewhere. You drop the hundred bucks in the account, go buy yourself a Satrix 40 and start to check out how it's doing. What should go up? What yeah. should go down? Month later, 
rinse and repeat. But make that decision to make you and your family's life better into the future. Ooh-wee! That's it right there. Uh, Simon, before I let you go, there's one question that I need to ask you. Otherwise, people will, will kill me. Um, what is Simon investing in right now? I know on your website, there's a little bit of a cheat sheet there <laughs> with a preview into your portfolio. But what are you generally buying at the moment? So what have I been buying lately? I bought some, I mean, directly. So every month I go and buy some ETFs. I happen to buy the Ashburton 1200. Mm-hmm. It's a global ETF. I like it because it's it, it includes some emerging market. It doesn't include Africa. Yeah, bit of a blind spot there. But you know what? I've got that in my local stuff. So I, every month, Go buy the Ashburton 1200, debit order, bang, happens. Don't even know about it. Um, I've been small cap. Small, there's small stuff caps. happening in the small caps. There's stuff happening in the mining space. Sabanya, Renogen, uh, Tredidor, uh, Purple. I uh, actually exited my Tredidor recently. These are all the sort of stocks I've been picking up. ShopRite, yeah, I mean, talked about it. Giant company. Man, those results they had were knockout. Um, folks will say to me, ShopRite's not cheap. Yeah, never been cheap. Like, it's never cheap. So just buy it. Uh, the, 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 the resources. I think, there's a, I think there's still a way to go in the resource space. And we've got a market that is full of excellent small companies that have done nothing for maybe five or ten years. And they're brilliant companies. And don't look at it and say, oh, man, it's already up 50% or 100%. You want to buy a share that goes up 10x. To go up 10x, it first has to go up 1x. If you miss the first x, there's nine more x's for you. Yeah, 100%. Oh, man. That's why I call him the investing OG, Simon Brown. Thank you so much for giving us your time on Easy Does It. How do we connect with you? Uh, apart from seeing you on TV, hearing your voice on the podcast, how do we connect with you? I just go to my vanity site, simonbrown.coza. All my contacts are there. Publish my portfolio up there, etc. Um, I'm on all the Twitters, uh, Facebooks. I, I'm everywhere. If Drop me a DM. Drop me an email. Always happy to chat. And that's how we do on Easy Does It, your fun guide to investing. Easy Does It, that's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.